0: Happy Sunday to everybody. Welcome to the NFL Sunday Rise presented by the Sideline Junkies. Oh, it's me, uh, the boss, BJ. I got the big guy, KG, with me. What's going on, KG?
1: What's going on, brother? It's football weather out here. It's cold. It's rainy. It's messy. You know what that all weather, baby. Let's run the ball today.
0: It's definitely not old man weather because we both bundled up outside, <laughs> running this uh, podcast right now. So I'm 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 trying to decide whether a third layer is necessary. That's how you know you're getting old. Like I already got three layers on. I got the got a t-shirt. I got my sweatshirt. Then I got hoodie on over that. I got the the insulated slippers. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking into maybe getting a heater for out here or something. Yeah, it's, it's we gonna have to do something.
1: Hey, that wouldn't be a bad idea.
0: I'm, hey, man, get a little heater. And uh, I mean, this is where we conduct business, in, man. This is the only place we can get peace and quiet in the morning, is out on the balcony. Yeah, but, that uh, is true. NFL Week Number Seven, man. We got some. We got some really good matchups today. Uh, we got some big breaking news. Well, it's not breaking anymore, but we'll, let's start the show with that. Antonio Brown coming out of quote unquote retirement to join Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, how, uh, I'm going to give my take. because My take is going to be the same take that I've had for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the last couple of weeks, the same thing I've been saying. But how does this um, shift
1: the the powers of the NFL and, and the NFC South? You asking me? I am. Well, it it shifted because, okay, right now, in the NFC South, Carolina is not as strong as they could be. Uh, They're pretty good, but they're not as strong as they could. New Orleans, who's been the juggernaut of the NFC South for a few years, um, no Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders is hurt, So that's taking away two of Drew Brees' weapons. You got to really rely on uh, Alvin Kamara a lot more. And not saying that he can't handle it, but once it gets predictable, that's a shutdown. Now, you just added another weapon to Brady. You have Evans on one side. Now, you're going to have, in two weeks, you're going to have Antonio Brown on the other side. You have Gronk starting to come into his own. Um, You also have. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Godwin. So, and you got a running game. They still got Fournette down there when he's healthy, you know. But you got running back Galore down there. Their offense line, I mean, pretty good. It gives TB twelve a little time to to, to to throw. I think that right there. I'm not gonna say Super Bowl, but it may have sealed up the NFC South. If, if they're successful, Antonio Brown can behave himself, not cry for the ball play the team game, team game, not the me, my, and I game. I think it just sealed it up for out there in the South. And it just, just the sign of him has tipped the pile because you made Tampa Bay even more dangerous than what they already were.
0: And I'm going to come in here before they sign Antonio Brown. What I've been saying about Tampa Bay is you get Tom Brady, all right? Tom Brady, and we've seen it every week. Uh, Tom Brady fussing about the wrong routes, miscommunication. That's, that's going to take time, okay? You don't have the same people you had in New England, the same kind of scheme. So now everybody's got to learn. Uh, Tom, Tom has to learn his receivers. That doesn't take seven weeks. So now, like I said, before Antonio Brown, I said, give them probably about, they probably need about 10 games, 10 to 12 games. You'll start seeing them jail. You'll start seeing Tom kind of get to know them better, know them out of their routes, how they like to run their routes, where he needs to put, put the ball. Um, I think he has a good feel for Bronkowski. I think the thing people don't realize about Gronkowski or they keep forgetting him, that he missed football for two years. He just don't miss football for two years and clap your hands and come back in here and be as dominant as you was. You know, first of all, he lost a lot of weight while he was out. So he has to put all that stuff back on and get into football, Gronkowski football. So uh, that'll come. Now you add one of the most dominant receivers. And yes, he's a pain in the ass. He's been a troublemaker, a crybaby, whatever you want to call him. On the field, when he wants to turn it on, he's one of the most dominant receivers that we've seen on the field in quite some time. Um, now I say the same thing. They need time to jail. Now, this isn't a complete... Um, starting from scratch because they have some history together in New England. It was very short, but they have some history together in New England, so Tom kind of knows A.B. I don't think Tom would allow A.B. to come down there if he felt like he was going to be a distraction because this is Tom Brady's work, okay, because I didn't even hear about Tampa Bay. I kept hearing Seattle, Seattle. A.B.'s going to sign with Seattle, 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 Seattle. Then off the, out of nowhere it says A B's going to Tampa Bay to meet with the Buccaneers. I'm like, wow! And then next thing you know, he signed. This is a this going to be a very dangerous team. A B, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski, O J Howard, Leonard Fournette. I forgot the other uh, back in the backfield. You're talking about if they can get everything going. If Bruce Arians can get get things clicking, you're talking about you. You're not going to be able to double-team anybody. Just think of how dangerous that is. You're not going to be able to double-team anybody. You have two receivers that can bail you out if you just throw it up to them, and Mike Evans and Godwin. Mike Evans more particularly, because he's bigger. You can just throw it up to Mike Evans. I just throw it up to Mike Evans. You blitz me, I'm going to just toss it up to Mike Evans and let him try to make a play on the ball. And Tom Brady's really good at that. So... um like KG said with the the whole thing in and New Orleans going on with you know them missing Mike Thomas for possibly at least two more weeks um, we kind of don't know what's going on down in New Orleans cuz there were Mike Thomas trade rumors a couple of days ago and, and and Sean Payton came out and killed those but you know that's what he's supposed to do so we'll see cuz Mike Thomas got in a fight with a teammate and I think he didn't not he didn't fight with the coaches, but he had some words for the coaches. So that's a whole situation brewing down there. Um like KG said Carolina, not as strong as, you know, uh they're definitely the third team, even with Mike Thomas out with the, the Saints. And then Atlanta's Atlanta. No one cares about Atlanta. Um so this is uh this is wide open, you know, because you can't you can't cut out Drew Brees in New Orleans. He still got his weapons. He still drew breeze. Um, they still are very well coached. So I just think Tampa Bay got the edge though. I really do. With all the weapons with Tom Brady back there. Um, we saw it in the Green Bay game last week where they just turned it on defensively and offensively. They just flipped the switch and left Green Bay standing there looking stupid. <laughs> so, you know, I think you gotta watch out for Tampa Bay as uh, you know, definitely making a deep run into playoffs. And if everything gels together, I think you're going to see them representing
1: the NFC in the Super Bowl. I got to agree with you there. And, you know, that swerve. We talk about on the WrestleManiacs all the time about the swerve. And that's what that was. We, we, we just knew for a fact Antonio Brown was coming back. He was coming back with the Seahawks we knew. And then that swerve, oh, he's going to visit the Buccaneers. Because, you know, I heard it was a lot of teams that were vying for his services, but, you know, Seattle was number one. Pete Carroll's going to sign. He's like, all right, bet, Pete. You know, do your thing. Then that swerve came. And all of a sudden, Tampa Bay's in the running. But before he went and visited Tampa Bay, when I heard Tampa Bay was in a running, I went out Went on fantasy. I signed Antonio Brown. I needed another receiver anyway. So I signed Antonio Brown. Let Zach Ertz go. Sign Antonio Brown. Now, I got me another receiver. And in two weeks, I'll have both Tom Brady's targets in my lineup with Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. Defeated by the mute button. The great mute button is like 60 and 0
0: versus the sideline junkies. Yeah. Amen. Definitely that. Uh, Let's move on to the next topic. We have, uh, let's just touch on Buffalo. We'll talk about Buffalo later, as far as the game wise, but uh, their tight end, Dawson Knox, has contracted COVID 19. And because of that, him, and three other tight ends are being placed on the, uh, COVID-19 reserve. list, So they're going to be missing four people. They have two other tight ends, uh, Tyler Croft. I forgot the other boy's name. Um, they are, they are able to suit up and tight as tight ends because, uh, Tyler Croft wasn't at the facility because he was at, uh, with his wife with the birth of their child. And I don't know the re- other reason why the other tight end wasn't there, but he's able to suit up. So they only have two tight ends. Um, uh KG, this COVID thing keeps hitting, hitting, hitting the uh the Tennessee Titans had just got a hefty three hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine for I guess not um following protocol. 'Cause they they've been under investigation for the last couple of weeks. So they got hit with a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine. Um I think I don't wanna say I think they're doing a, a decent job of trying to mitigate, you know, what's going on and limit, you know, you know, COVID spreading, you know, like wildfire. But, you know, this seems like a weekly thing now, KG.
1: You know what, B? It, it, it's not just it's not just certain teams. It's a – it seemed like it's league-wide. And then to hit it, Dwayne Haskins got fired. Uh, What was it, $4,883 for breaking COVID-19 protocol by reserving a room in a team hotel in New York for a family member. Uh, Some things you can control, which that was one of them. Uh, but other things you can't. I don't know exactly what it is that Tennessee was doing, but they had, I think, the biggest outbreak so far this season. Um... We brought it up uh, last week. Do you think the NFL could survive if they somehow, some way did a bubble, or did full bubbles clo- in close proximity to each other? Where... It
0: wouldn't... It, I don't mean it I, it, I don't, it wouldn't work it, it, because just think of how many 1 o'clock games are going on at once. Like I guess right? they would have to, they would have to make it work like if they did some type of bubble, but where are there four or five stadiums in like a, a radius where you can control that?
1: Exactly. That's the problem. You would actually have to construct building somewhere to do that. And then you, you think about all the games that are going on at once. And then you also think, have to think about you brought this up, logic. And that's the, the thing. I mean, it, it's hard but that's why the, the, the teams have to take responsibility because we all know this is not a joke. People are dropping left and right. Oh, you know, it's a 99% survival rate. Well, that 1%, you know, if you are a 99% survival rate, that 1%, take out the percent and put the number in there. That number is in the millions. That's dying. Come on now. Let, 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 let. It sounds great when you say it's a 1%. Death rate. That sounds great. I mean, it makes it like, okay, we can defeat this thing. But when you put the actual numbers there, then you see the severity. This is not nothing to play with. You know, even if you do survive it, it's long term effect. After so it's it's all about being cognizant of the protocols and, and, and Knowing what, what it is you need to do to protect yourself, protect the team, and then also taking a responsibility when you mess up. And knowing, you know, you're jumping out there doing something wrong. Like I heard Tennessee was practicing. When they shut down that facility, they went and started practicing at a, a high school, a local high school, and somebody pulled So that was one of the reasons why they got fired. When it comes right. down to that... That's the problem.
0: I agree with you 100%, man. Gotta take this shit seriously. You know, have to, really have to. Um, I know that, you know, testing them frequently, but it just like the, the stupid things like the Dwayne Haskins thing and people sneaking there and there. You, you talk to somebody's family member, who just lost somebody from COVID, and you, you know, you're sneaking people in for a visit. You know that shit can wait, man. You know, is this is way, way more serious than you know football. You know, football is you know it's cool, it's great to watch, and you know, but you got to think about the severity of this illness going around, and you know, it's no vaccine for it yet. It, it's no, the CDC keeps hopping and changing the protocols, and you know, this, that, and the other, like. This is unfortunately seems like something that's going to be a thing for us for a long time, you know, but um just like you said, you got to take precautions, you got to respect the rules and you got to know that football at the end of the day is not that serious. You know, you got to, you know, protect the health the health of other people. So um moving on to our next topic, KG um, the game of the – unless you have another game in mind, the game of the week for me is Pittsburgh 5-0 at Tennessee 5-0. This should be a classic AFC juggernaut type of game. What do you think, man? Is this is this you, you got that feeling with this game?
1: Absolutely. And I don't have another game. I mean, I'm looking at the schedule. I have no other game. That same, you know, game of the week is jumping out to you. you. got, and it's in the one o'clock hour, you got 5-0 versus 5-0. You got a Pittsburgh defense that's been pretty damn good to great for 40-some-odd years. <laughs> I'm sorry, even longer. It's, been, it's close to damn near 50. They've been, Pittsburgh's defense has been good to seven. And they, they know how to rebuild and add pieces in as they go along. But uh, you got to have a good defense to do something to stop King Henry. Derrick Henry. I, I never thought I would say it about an Alabama product. But, God damn, he might be the best running back. In the league. And the Titans are 16-0 and 0 when he rushes for 100 yards or more. Will Pittsburgh give up 100 yards today? Is what I want to
0: see. Pittsburgh got one of the more stingiest defenses in the league, so I'm right with you on seeing if Pittsburgh is going to put the clamps on Derrick Henry. Like, putting the clamps on Derrick Henry, for me, you're successful if you have him in a low 100. Like, you got to make him work for it. Don't let him get chunks. Gang tackle him. Don't let him get chunks of yardage. You know, he's still having a hundred yard day, and you still be successful on stopping him. Like, he, you know, really. Um, I still am not a believer in Ryan Tannehill. He's been playing really good. But if I have my choice of letting Dirk Henry kill me on the ground or Ryan Tannehill kill me in the air, I'm going to pick Ryan Tannehill 10 times out of 10. Like, yeah, throw, you throw the ball. We're going to gain this box up. But then you can't gain the box up because you got the big freak. Um uh his, why is his name escaping? They got AJ Brown and who's who's the other boy?
1: Um uh, of course. Um, see, old man, uh, my mind is drawn up. Damn blank. it's
0: okay. Uh you know, that's why we have the internet. Yes we do. <laughs> but now, you know, since we're talking about this game,
1: let me Adam give P- you P- say it again. Adam Humphreys. Is that him? You got AJ Brown, Adam Humphreys, Corey Davis, Khalif Raymond.
0: Okay, I'm talking about AJ Brown and Corey Davis. That's what I'm Okay.
1: Because, see, a. I like Adam, Adam Humphreys, my man. Okay. Hey, man. They
0: got a nice squad, man. And, you know, the way they've been running over people the last couple of weeks, you have to, you know, pencil them in for, you know, AFC Championship the way they're playing now. You know what I'm saying? They got a good defense. They got the running game. They got all the ingredients. You know, my my X-Factor is Ryan Tannehill. You know, I know, like I said, he's been playing good, but, you know, when shit hit the fan, you know, is he going to stand there with his mouth open or is he going to duck? That's what I want to know. So, for them, shit really hasn't hit the fan yet because King Derrick Henry has been running all over people, you know? Um, So, there's going to come a game, and I want to see if this is the game where Pittsburgh slows down Derrick Henry, and now you have to make Ryan Tannehill beat you in the air. That's, that's what I need to see. I need to see that against a defense like the Pittsburgh Steelers. So um, I know what I need to bring you. I need to bring you the line. Let me bring that to you real quick. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee at home is only a one-point
1: favorite, KG. Wow, you get automatically three. So this is gonna be a tight game. But the simple fact that Tennessee is the favorite, this should have been a pick'em because you you can't put no favorite in. It. But this should have been a pick'em um, <clears> of <throat> 52 points under, 52
0: and
1: a half under. Oh no, they're going over that. Defense will be played, but defense, I think both defenses are gonna to score today. Hmm. Hard to pick a score, huh? Uh, I'm going to go, and this is astronomical, but I'm going to say 45-42 Pittsburgh.
0: I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh, too.
1: Um,
0: I don't know if they're going to get in the 40s. I'm, I'm going to say 28-27 Pittsburgh. I think Tennessee's good, but I like the way Big Ben is playing. Um, Pittsburgh has now has two legitimate wide receivers with Juju and uh, Claypool now. So you still got James Conner back there, and I, I, I you know, Big Ben is always Big Ben. You know I mean, he's gonna make a play or try to make a play. So I'm gonna give Pittsburgh the edge over this one. Um, so we had DC Sports around early. D.C. sports rundown earlier this week, and we talked about Dallas and Washington. So we're just going to give our quick hitters on keys to victory. Let me give you all the um, favor and the point spread. Dallas is favored in Washington by three and a half points with 49 uh, points under KG. Um, I'll go first. I'll let you finish up with your team. Um, I like Washington. Anymore. I know Dallas is favored by three and a half. Um but I say that and it's cold and KG just came on the show, opened the show, and said it's a running game type of day. And if it's a running game type of day, number twenty one for Dallas, should he getting fed. He has I think five or six fumbles this year though. Um so is Dallas gonna do that? Is Dallas gonna run the ball with Zeke? I don't think so. I, I we say this every year: run the ball with Zeke, and they never do it. Or they do it one game here and there. But this is the perfect day to run the ball with Zeke, pick up some yards, open up in the air a little bit. It depends on how that how that feels. Looking at FedEx, we all know that's not the best feeling the, in the league. So, you know, we'll see how you know how that turns out, but. Um, I'm I'm leaning towards Washington, just because of how bad the Dallas defense is. Uh, but my gut is telling me Dallas is going to squeak this one out. So, man, 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 I have Washington twenty-seven twenty-four. I'm gonna leave it right there for now. I'm gonna leave it Washington twenty-seven twenty-four for right now, but that could change by twelve fifty-nine. I'm just letting you know.
1: KG, is on you, baby. Well, B, like you said, and I, just, I just put it on uh, the Washington football team Instagram. They say caption, they showed a picture of FedEx field. It's tarped over, and it's a better field than it has been in recent years. So, but that, with that being said, they say caption, insert a caption here. And, you know, rain is football weather. No, this is whole weather. This is where we need to run the ball with Peyton Barber and uh, Gibson. We need, to run, we need to run the ball 25 to 40 times. A day. And I'm, I'm not talking, oh, well, let's run 50 out. No, 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 no. 50 gut. 60 gut. 50 gut. 60 gut. Straight up the middle. Now, our offensive line ain't as good as it used to be. But I, 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 I'm going to tell you this. If we can't get a push, now no Garon Christian today, he's out with a knee injury and actually uh, Cornelius Lucas is going to start at left top of the day. I think Sadiq Charles is out this week. So those guys up front, and I know Brandon Sheriff is back. I want to see them pushing. I want to see that Dallas defensive line on their heels today. I want to see a combined 150. The 200 yards rushing. I don't need a hundred yards passing from Kyle Allen. I just need touchdown. Give me rushing touchdowns, defensive touchdowns. Give me my Washington football team. 24. The hated Dallas Cowboys. 10. 24. To 10. Wow. Okay.
0: Hey, man. That moves us to the last part of the show today. We're just going to skim over the uh, Bills and Jets. Not really much to talk about there. This is a, a really bad football team in the New York Jets. Buffalo is favored by 10 and a half, 48 being under on the points. I think this is, um, you know, hopefully this is the medicine Buffalo needs to get back on horse. Okay, they've been slaughtered. Now, I don't want to say slaughtered. They got slaughtered in the Tennessee game. Um, they got slaughtered on the ground versus Kansas City. So, with that being said, I think Joe Flacco is starting again for the Jets again today. Never overlook a divisional opponent. I don't care if you're favored by ten or twenty. You never overlook anybody in the division because the game earlier this year versus the Jets, they Buffalo let the Jets get the momentum back and they start marching back. With that bad Buffalo defense. Um, you know, that's something I've been harping on all year, but Buffalo defense, everybody's asking me the same question. What the hell happened from last year to this year? Now people will say, hey, Trey Edmonds is nicked up, Matt Milano's hurt. Okay, fine. But they were playing in the beginning of the year and they were getting crushed. You could tell something was wrong. So... Perfect medicine to get yourself going. Maybe, you know, have a little rope to pay. Maybe, you know, put some people in, try some new combinations to see if you can get to the quarterback. So we'll see. We'll see. But I'm taking my Buffalo Bills today, 24-9 over the Jets. Um, they better win this game. They have to win this game. Um, I'm sorry. Make it – I'm sorry. We're looking at the wrong thing. 28-13 Buffalo is what I'm taking Buffalo Bills today over the to Jets for them to move to 5-2 and two and keep pace and the AFC East keep the lead and then, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. KG, we got a bonus game, man. We got to talk about before we leave, we got to talk wait, about
1: Wait, wait, wait. wait. I got to get my pick for Buffalo. Oh, you do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, just so ready to just move on just like, it's going to be Buffalo and that's all. That's it. Yeah. That's all.
0: <laughs> I, told, I told y'all, y'all don't pick, y'all don't pick, but I told them in the sideline junkie track, they don't pick Buffalo. I know where each and every one of them live. And that's that.
1: But see, here's the thing. For the last two weeks, I've picked Buffalo. And I've lost.
0: Ha- have I picked them? I don't think i picked them. No, you haven't.
1: Yeah. You didn't even pick your own team. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, you said uh, 48 under. I think they're going to hit 48 yeah. on uh, I'm 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 being I'm throwing out wild scores today. Buffalo forty-five to three, and uh, Brown is out today. So <clears throat> I was looking at a couple injury reports. See, you know, NFL fantasy and uh, Brown's out with forty-five to three.
0: Okay, well, our last and final little bonus game. I think it's going to be a good game today. The Seahawks going to Arizona to take on. The Cardinals, uh, the Seahawks are only favored by two and a half, with them being fifty-five points under KG. You got Kyler Murray going up against the uh, MVP vote leader so far, and Russell Wilson. Seattle's rolling; they are five and zero. Will that continue today, KG?
1: Bro, I I, I gotta say this: you got Russell Wilson versus. Russell Wilson Jr. (laughs) And I'm just somehow, someway, Seattle always finds a way to win. They're not the most talented team. They're not you know, overly talented. Those guys find some way to win. They got a lot of talent there. Uh, DK Metcalf has proven me to be kind of sort of wrong, but he's worked on his game because I said, it, I said it when he was coming out of college. Everybody was like, he should be a number one pick. And I was like, the boy ain't got no hips. He can run straight down the field, but he can't turn. You know, he got no hips. And he's worked on that. He, he's really worked on that. And, you know, already a freaking neat. On the other side, you got D-Hop. You got Fitz. And Larry Fitzgerald is an ageless wonder. Hall of Fame candidate, uh, first ballot, then, then pretty much caught every pass thrown to him his entire career. Um, Kyler Murray is just an absolute beast. I think this is going to come down to a field goal at the end of the game, end of regulation, one second left. And I'm going to have to say Arizona 31 Seattle 28. And it hurts me to say that. But this ain't the old Arizona team that used to play in the NFC West. This is not even little baby Arizona that used to play in the NFC East. This is a new Arizona.
0: And, and I do agree with you. I, I, I do agree with you. I think this Kyler Murray led Arizona team with Hopkins and Fitz. I think, you know, they're definitely um, very good, very good, very good on offense. But Seattle got Russell Wilson. And I don't pick against Russell Wilson very often. I'm not picking against Russell Wilson today. I think that experience is going to carry the Seahawks. It, it seems like Russell Wilson, time and time and time again, Finds a way to win. And I think it's going to be a close game today. I think they're going to be over. the. I think it was. uh, Hold on. Let me see. I think it's. Yeah. What did I say? Okay. 55 under. I think they're going to be over 55. And I'm saying Seattle 38, 31. I think it's going to be a close game. I think Russell Wilson sprinkles his little fairy dust on the football. Makes a magical uh, play happen put the Seahawks ahead. So thirty-eight, thirty-one, Seattle. Give me Seattle, Seattle. So, KG, that's it for us
1: today, bro. Well, indeed it is. Uh, this pretty early for us, so be sure to set your fantasy lineup. up. Um, make sure you subscribe and all Every podcast and platform that you listen to. So when those new episodes drop, you don't miss a thing. Uh, go back, check out WrestleManiacs from Saturday night. Check out um, BJ's Bits of Week Six. For, when he was talking about his Buffalo Bills, we got a lot of things in the vault. Go back and check them out. And also, you can also email us sideline. 24-7 at gmail.com with your picks and opinions, uh, praises and criticisms. We like to hear it all. Any type of feedback, we, we like to hear.
0: And, and like always, we always welcome people to give their takes on the show. You know, If you got a smartphone, which everybody does, all you got to do is go to your voice recording memo and record your take. And we'll put it on the show. We have no problem adding it to the show. Um, You know, we ask that you, you know, record us a good minute or two. You're talking about whatever subject it is you want to talk about. You want to talk about the football team. You want to talk about the Cowboys. You want to talk about the Wizards' upcoming season. You want to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Hey, send us a clip. Um, Our WhatsApp is linked to one of the pages. I think it's the regular sideline So We have two Facebook pages. So we'll we'll share that link, and you know that's always open. So we're we're a show of the people. We always say that. So we definitely welcome the feedback, criticism, whatever you got for it. So for myself, BJ, for the big guy KG, we don't do overtime on this Sunday. We out of here. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good one.
1: Hey.